What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Chat It Up podcast. As always, I'm your host, Shooter, bringing you interviews, news, and reviews about all things Upper Peninsula of Michigan. We have a really great episode again for you guys this week, so we're going to just jump right into things here. And as always, we will start things off with This Day in Uper History, which is brought to you by the good folks at Pasty.com. That's P-A-S-T-Y dot com and the Pasty Central Facebook page. So here is September 3rd, this day in Uper history. Pasty Central Day in History, September 3rd. On this day in 1925, the USS Shenandoah, carrying a crew of 53, was on its way to Dearborn, Michigan, one of several stops on a 40-city promotional flight. Its 36 tons, built around the copper-aluminum alloy Duralumin, was kept aloft by 2.1 million cubic feet of helium with a range of 5,000 miles. But this cross-country voyage would be tragically cut short as the Shenandoah encountered thunderstorms over Ohio in the early morning hours of September 3rd. Caught in a violent updraft, the airship was carried beyond its pressure limits and torn apart in the turbulence, sending 14 men to their death and leaving 29 survivors in the wreckage. Lessons from this disaster helped improve the future designs of such airships used in World War II. Pasty Central Day in History, September 3rd. Another huge thank you to the folks over at Pasty.com and the Pasty Central Facebook page for making that segment possible. It's time for this week's interview, and it is with Mandy Swanson and Michelle Walters. They are sisters. Uh, they both live in the Marquette area, and they are owners of a clothing company called Lumi Up North. Uh, so they have a really great story, which I'll just let the interview speak for itself, and we'll jump right into it here. I do apologize. We did have a little bit of tef- technical difficulty along the way, um, so I did my best to try and, and clean it up as much as I could. Uh, but again, I, I do apologize for some of the technical difficulties that we did have. So in any case, without further ado, let's chat it up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am here with Mandy Swanson and Michelle Walters. Ladies, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Well, thanks so thank much for having, for having us. us. Yeah, <laughs> this is great. This is uh, like I was, we were just saying before I started recording, this is kind of a, a new uh, a test or adventure here for having uh, three people on a Zoom call. But um, yes. so the two of you, I, I know you're not from the UP, but from what I understand, you guys didn't grow up all that, that far from the UP. Um, can you tell me a little bit about that? I don't know which one of you wants to go first, but if you could tell me a little bit about where you guys grew up. <laughs> uh, we grew up in Peshtigo, which is really close to the UP, uh, just kind of on the other side of the border. Uh, we grew up out in the country. We had a pretty simple homestead living type of, of childhood. We spent like all the time we could outdoors. Didn't really sit in front of a TV or video games at all. And we kind of spent a lot of our time, especially in the summers, um, being a part of our 4-H club, which if you're not familiar with 4-H, it's a youth uh, development organization that teaches kids to, uh, so you learn the just typical skills for life. We learned cooking and gardening and um, professional development. We learned finances and, and that's where we really started to learn like sewing and getting into sewing. Sure. Sure. 
So for, for people not listening in, obviously Mandy and, and Michelle are, are sisters. Um, Ma- Mandy, what, um, like what age would you say you guys got started getting involved in 4-H? Uh, our parents got us involved as soon as we could. Um, so I think around first, second grade okay. um, is when we got involved with 4-H. All right. How far apart are you guys in age? Two years. Two years, okay. And we have a brother in between us as well. Oh wow, okay. So there was yeah. there's plenty of uh, fun sibling rivalry going on there, I'm sure. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so with the 4-H stuff, um, I'm assuming a lot of that was like, um, were were you involved in like local fairs and stuff like that too? Most of what I like of what I'm familiar with with 4-H is like with our county fair. I, I when you go down, there's like a separate spot that's specifically like people that are or kids that are involved in 4-H selling different thing, different animals and and different stuff like that. Is that something that you guys were involved in? That's exactly it. Yeah. Okay. We spent the whole summer preparing for the county fair. It was in Wasaki, Wisconsin. And uh, we didn't bring any animals, but, uh, you know, fruits and vegetables and plants and crafts. And we did our sewing for it. Um, pretty much anything else that you can think of. Uh, sure. we, um, we had in the fair, yes. yeah. With the, um, with the sewing, was there like just one specific like adult involved in 4-H that taught you that? Or were there like multiple people or like did your, you know family members help in that in any way? Like who was it that really kind of taught the different skills? Yes. Um, So our family, uh, we come from a long line of sewists. So both of our grandmas were um, great sewers. Our mom was a sewer or she still is. Um, And then of course in 4-H there were a few moms kind of took over each project area. So there was a couple of moms who did the sewing, and our mom helped as well. Um, so we were kind of surrounded with, with really talented women um, that sewed. That's really interesting. Michelle, would you say that, like, the sewing was just something that you, like, gravitated to or, or found, like, that you, you had a skill set there? Or was, was it something that you, you just kind of, like, found over time? I wouldn't say that we gravitated towards it. It was more, I think, forced upon us because it's it's really hard to start sewing and follow a pattern. Sure. But the creative aspect is what I know I was drawn to. Okay. How I could take something and make something new out of it. Uh, and that, that took me through college. I would design my own um, Halloween costumes. It's one of my favorite holidays. And that's one thing I love to do is the creative aspect and designing uh, and just making something new. Sure. Mandy, do you, with the program, did you, do you start with like sewing by hand and then eventually work up to using a machine? Is that how it works? Yes. So even when we were in like second or third grade, we were making clothes for our dolls, like really, really simple clothes for our dolls out of scraps of fabric, um, making little bags, giving them to our friends. Um, We had like little businesses in school where we'd make things and sell them for 
I don't know what we sold them for, but um, <laughs> just we started very, very early. Um, and that's what, like was say, Michelle was saying, that's what we loved about sewing is taking something raw and creating something with it. Yeah, sewing from a commercial pattern is very difficult, but that's what we had to do um, for our 4-H projects. But we also learned um, incredible skills by, um, from those ladies and from following those patterns. And now we create our own patterns, and we wouldn't be able to do that if we hadn't worked with the commercial patterns to begin with. That's really cool because I, I mean, like Michelle had mentioned earlier about, you know, like money handling. And I mean, there's a lot of other stuff that just kind of goes into what you guys are doing now that totally translates, you, you know, from that 4-H experience. Um, Michelle, you mentioned a few minutes ago, uh, you know, like making Halloween costumes in college and that type of thing. So, you know, obviously this is a UP podcast and both of you ended up here in the UP so Michelle, I'll start with you. How did, how did you end up making it to, to Marquette in the Upper Peninsula? Well, I came here because Mandy was here. Okay. I uh, went to school yes. after. I was here first. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should I have gone first on this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, why don't you go first then and then, you go and then first. Michelle, okay. Michelle can tell Yes. <laughs> so I'm two years older. I graduated from high school, a couple years older. Um, or before Shell, and I wanted to, we had a one cousin who went away to college, but other than that, um, you know, we are the first generation in our family, both sides to go to college. So I was a little nervous about that. I wanted to go, I wanted to stay close, but not be way too close to home. And, um, you know, you're mentioning that sibling rivalry before, Shell and I had to share a room all through um, growing up. And so there was a lot of fighting. And by the time I was 18 and Michelle was 16, we needed a break. Um, so I couldn't just stay at home and go to college at home. I had to leave a little bit. So um, I decided to go to NMU. And of course, the campus is gorgeous. And Marquette is gorgeous. And the lake is wonderful. Um, so I decided to go to NMU, and then my sophomore year, I met my husband, who is a Marquette native, and um, so we were engaged before I graduated, and we decided to stay, start our careers and our marriage in Marquette, and yeah, and then there, and then Shell graduates from college. <laughs> then she tries and needs down. a job. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I went to school in, um, in La Crosse, Wisconsin. That was the school, the only school in Wisconsin um, that had the program that I needed to go to for um, my medical field. And as soon as I graduated, Marquette was the first place I looked for a job because Mandy was here and I had visited her uh, multiple times and fell in love with the UP. And I have no, I do not want to leave. Love it here. <laughs> Well, that's certainly good to hear. What what would you say? What would you say you love most about the UP, Michelle? Just that I can drive just a few miles from my home and be on the shores of Lake Superior. I can go for a hike or a bike ride and feel like there's no one else around, but yet it's so close to to Marquette. Sure. 
Mandy, would you say kind of the same? I mean, I know you touched before on how beautiful everything is up here. Is it kind of the same for you about what you love most? Yes. Um, I would also add that I love our weather. Um, <laughs> I love that our summers, with the exception of this summer, our <laughs> summers are usually um, in the 70s and not so humid. Um, but this year, we are really in for a special summer. Um, I love our weather. I, I love the winters. I love the snow. Um, and I love the people. That's one thing. There's a, there's a, a little bit of a difference between um, the mindset that we grew up with and um, the mindset up here. I, I love the people as well. Awesome. It's, it's good to, it's a question I like to ask people that aren't from the UP just to kind of, even though you're really like your youpers now, I mean, you've lived here for quite a while, you know, you're, you're living, working, you have your families here. It's, it's always interesting to just hear kind of a, at least a somewhat of an outside perspective, you know, with, with not being from here. Mm -hmm. um, so let's, let's talk about Lumi. Um, first off, how, how did you come up with a name for your business? You can take that one, Mandy. Sure. Um, well, we were, when we finally did decide to um, start this clothing business, we had to figure out a name. So we had lots of discussion. Um, we wanted a name that kind of went along with our heritage. Um, so we are, we're Swedish, and my husband's family is Finnish. Um, so we were looking for a Swedish or a Finnish name that kind of represented, represented the grit of the women up here uh, or in the Upper Peninsula because we were going to start with just women's clothing. And uh, we went through a lot of names and um, a friend of mine had just gotten a puppy and she named her dog Lumi, which is the Finnish word for snow. Okay. And we were looking along the lines of like the weather or a natural feature type term to name our business after. And since snow is such a tremendous um, part of our lives. Yeah. So we might have lost Mandy there, but yep. So we, we named our business after a dog, <laughs> but uh, Lumi is just a really easy name to remember and sure. just rolls off the tongue and we just fell in love with it immediately. So we kind of stole it. Yeah. Well, stolen, borrowed, potato, potato. Yeah. <laughs> Are you back, Mandy? All right. I'm back. Okay. <laughs> did you lose that? I did. Michelle picked up where you left off though. I think she did a good job. <laughs> okay. So, you mentioned earlier, um, like making the decision to start this business. Let's talk a little bit about that. How did that whole side of like, when did you get to that point where you're like, Hey, we should make a business. How did, how does that conversation even happen? We got the idea for the business when we were on a trip uh, with our mom in Cape Cod, we, we went into a store and it had the, just the epitome of um, the Cape Cod style. We loved everything about it. And on the wall, there was the story of the founders and a picture okay. and they were brothers. And um, 
that really inspired us. Like the UP needs a clothing brand that just represents everything the UP has to offer. Like they don't really, they don't really have that, especially for women, like professional women. Sure. We have a lot of the t-shirt brands and um, different accessories, but like professional women's clothing brand. So that's where the idea initially came from. And then it took maybe about six months for us to say, yeah, we're, we're going to make this into a, a thing. We're going to start a business. So that um, we made that decision uh, on the, on a road trip back from Ann Arbor after a Michigan game. Our husbands were in the front seat, we were in the back seat, and just discussing how we wanted to make this business and, and start it up. And they thought we were crazy, that we were never going to do that. Uh, we, were, we were set on it though, and decided on that road trip, we were gonna have a business, a clothing business, and, and name it Lumi. Interesting. So. Okay, so you decide you're going to jump forward and you're going to do this. Then what's that next step from there? Like, where, where does it go from there from just the idea stage? We had lots of idea meetings that did not amount to anything. Just <laughs> meeting after meeting about all the wonderful things that we could do, but didn't really implement or start anything. And that was a, a phase of our, you know, of time. Uh, and then we saw a flyer, I think it was at NMU, about a business launch pad class. Just, you have an idea, what do you do with it, mm -hmm. and how to transition it and implement it in the, in the market. So that's kind of what we did to just validate our idea and chisel it down to exactly what we wanted to do with it and make some progress, really. Okay. Yeah. So you're essentially, you're working with Northern. Andy, what was like that like for you? I mean, obviously you graduated from Northern and now you're kind of like working again with Northern. Was that, how was that experience? I absolutely love Northern Michigan University. Uh, I have my bachelor, my, yeah, my bachelor's and my master's degree from Northern and um, they helped out with this launch pad class. <laughs> High quality school. Um, the class really helped us focus our idea and like Michelle said, validate it. Um, there was a lot of tough homework that we had to do, decisions we had to make. And I, I couldn't recommend if you have an idea and um, you want to take your business to the next level, I couldn't recommend um, a class like that more. We also don't have business training. So I'm a teacher and Michelle is a radiation therapist. So there's no business background um, in either of those professions. So we really needed all the help that we could yes. get. And that's very important that like, yes, we know how to sew, but you have to admit to the things that you don't know how to do and, um, and learn and take every opportunity you can to learn. I like that. I think, I think that's really good advice of admitting, like, it's not easy to do that, but it, like to admit that you, you don't know what you're doing with some stuff and that you need help. I know it's hard, especially for, for me, I'm, it's hard to ask for help sometimes. Um, so Michelle, when, when you, make a piece how long does it typically make for like for a piece of clothing to come together 
once we have the pattern perfected and the correct material and everything like that, we can, we can make some of our pieces in one to two hours now. Okay. But from design and to that point, oh, usually it's about four iterations of pattern making and then multiple prototypes with different types of fabric and altering the pattern and then having some friends or family try it for us and see how they like it and if there's other you know changes to be made that's kind of the process that we have before okay. we would actually sell an item sure so you come up with a pattern and an idea and you, you craft it and you get it ready to go and you've been working with northern and um and getting some help there um were you also getting some help from like your husbands and, and, and family members and other stuff like that too along the way? Oh, of course. Yes. Okay. They are. <laughs> yes. They're supportive. Um, but this was really our thing. Okay. Um, and that's kind of the way we wanted it to be. Um, so we don't like, we don't have investors. Um, our parents bought us one machine. Okay. Um, so that's the only financial investment we've had. Uh, that was our Christmas gift one year. <laughs> okay. Um, and our, but our husbands are very supportive. They, cause this takes a lot of our time and our energy mm -hmm. and um, they're very supportive of us. I just thought maybe Eric, Michelle's husband with his, with his financial background could, could help uh, be your accountant or something along he, those lines. <laughs> he is, yes. He does our finances. He helps he now, initially, yes. But yeah, he does our finances now, which is incredibly helpful. And uh, Mandy's husband, Jason, uh, he does a lot of our grunt labor. He helped sure. uh, set up and tear down for pop-up shops that we did. He's designed and welded mm -hmm. some of our clothing racks and we have these huge rolls of fabric and he, he's made racks to, to hold those as well. So yeah, they both helped out tremendously. They've, they've helped out, but we, we know who the brains of the operation really is. <laughs> we definitely put more time in. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah. you mentioned doing some pop-up shops and different things along, along the way. Is that really kind of how it started or did you guys like build out a website or once things were like ready to go, I, where did you kind of take it from there to kind of really get it off the ground? Um, we did start with the pop-up shops and um, we also sold word of mouth. So um, we would wear things to work and then our coworkers would, um, would buy things from us or when we would have a prototype, we'd let them try out our things for feedback because we needed that. Um, and then they would wear it out and other people would see them. And so we sold by word of mouth a lot and our pop-up shops. Then we got our website going and, and then we, um, we brought our things to downwind. Am I missing a step? No, that's correct. That's, that's it took several it years. Yeah, several, several years. So Michelle, mm -hmm. then if it, if it took several years, would you it's safe to say this was kind of a, a slow, a slow rise? It wasn't like it just like took off or anything like that. 
Yeah, it's definitely been a slow rise. We didn't want it to be any, get out of control and be something that we couldn't handle. We didn't sure. want to make any major mistakes. So just slow rise for almost four years now. Okay. From the very beginning. What would you say have been some, some kind of difficulties along the way that you've had? So like Mandy said before, we don't have any business background or um, really computer background either. So we needed help making a website. So Invented NMU helped us uh, create a website and that was, that was huge. Sure. Um, other difficulties, uh, kind of the biggest thing was feeling confident in, in our product and what we've done in order to say that it deserves this price tag and we want everyone to ha you know to to buy our things just having the confidence to do that um, even though we've done you know lots of research on the types of fabric we use and um, we've had good reviews from family and friends just putting it out to strangers and seeing if they like it is a was a big step okay I'm assuming I'm assuming the pandemic has also kind of made things a little bit difficult. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, if if the pandemic hadn't hit, um, we had plans to expand um, to other stores throughout Wisconsin and Minnesota, and um, with the uncertainty that all businesses are facing right now. Mm -hmm that just is totally put on hold. Um, even with downwind, um, we didn't, they didn't place their like larger spring summer order. Um, they did it, they did a sizable one, but it wasn't as big as that as we were planning for. Um, we had new designs that, that we didn't release um, because of all the uncertainty. So yeah, that's really, it's thrown a ringer into into our our long-term plans but we'll catch up michelle you mentioned about the the thought process and everything that's gone into like the fabrics and everything that you use um from what i understand everything that you you use is like a hundred percent made in the usa right like you're kind of trying to focus on like sustainability is that correct yeah sustainability is a huge part of our brand and uh, a majority of our items are 100% US, um, but that we only have pretty much cotton in the US and we do make items out of bamboo and tensile, which is a wood pulp as well. So we do import some of our fabrics just for a larger variety, but we make sure that it's made in a sustainable way to the um, fair, to the workers and to the environment. But yeah, um, a large part is 100% USA. It's our cotton is grown in Texas and it's weaved in North Carolina and it's it's hand sewn by Mandy or myself here in, in Marquette. But okay. yeah, sustainability is is kind of a big part of our, our brand, not only in the fabrics that we use, but our styles. So we have pretty classic styles. We're not very trendy. So they easily transition through the seasons and from year to year. So that makes them more sustainable than uh, fast fashion brands. And also they're made with a you know, better quality mm -hmm. fabrics. So they tend to last a lot longer than um, things you can buy in other stores as well. That's very, very clear. 
so I'm guaranteed there's other people that are listening to this, whether they're, they're male or female and they're, they want to, they've got an idea. They want to start a side hustle like you guys did, or they want to start a business and, 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 you know, pursue their dream. If you were going to give anybody advice, a piece of advice about like how to, how to pursue that hustle, what would you, what would you tell them? You don't need to have all the answers before you get started because you'll never get started. (laughs) You just have to figure it out as you go. Just jump in with both feet. And there are so many people and resources in the UP that want to help entrepreneurs like us that, um, you know, they, they know certain areas better than we do and they're willing to help like invent at NMU they're they're really wonderful to work with Um, we worked with accelerate up as well and um, other ones too so you don't need to have a perfect business plan and have it all figured out before you start just figure it out as you go anything to add to that mandy (laughs) Um, i think having a really great partner like um your sister or somebody else that can um, kind of prop you up. The amazing thing is that, you know, it's very, very hard to start your own business. And when one of us is feeling down or, um, or just defeated, the other is never feeling that way. So we kind of balance each other out. And so that partnership has been really important. Um, Ask for help, move as slowly as you need to. Mm-hmm. and um, just, know, just know that it's hard work, but it's very rewarding. Yes. Um, like when we get a, a really good review on Facebook um, from some woman that has ordered several of our pieces, she talks about how our clothing has made her life um, more comfortable or, you know, easier. Um, that makes it all worthwhile. That's, that's awesome. And especially I like the whole like sister family dynamic. Cause I mean, that's unique too. I mean, there's a lot of people that go into business with friends or, or, you know, just acquaintances or people they know, but not everybody can say that they went into business with their sister and, and you guys are, you know, all things considered, you, you know, you're making it work. It's not like mm-hmm. you're at each other's throats or anything no. close to that. So I mean, that, that's just awesome, awesome as well. Um, and certainly unique. So we've done all this talking about your clothes. So if people want to go and buy them, where, where do they, where do they go? Where can they get your stuff at? This is the time to, to plug where, plug, plug yes. your stuff. Where, where, do, where do people go? So for stores, we're uh, in Downwind Sports. So keep going, and, Michelle. Uh, Marquette, Houghton, and Munising. So we're in all three of their stores. Okay. And uh, on our website is lumiupnorth.com l-u-m-i-u-p-n-o-r-t-h.com and follow us on facebook and instagram all right so mandy is there anything else that i didn't touch on that or that we didn't speak about that you that you want to put out there um i guess just to thank you for having us on your podcast um there's a lot of really incredible entrepreneur entrepreneurs that you've had on your podcast and um, we feel honored to be a part of that (laughs) Uh, so thank you and 
like we would just say a lot of other thank yous like to um, our customers and our family and friends um, those professionals that we worked with that at invented NMU and accelerate UP um, a lot of thank yous for all the support and the help um, that we've been given throughout the years okay how about you um, Michelle yeah uh, you've pretty much covered kind of our whole story and thank you for giving us an outlet to share it. Um, thanks for having us on. I love your podcast. It's a, it's a privilege to be on here with you. Awesome. Well, you know, as you guys have been talking and, and, or as we've been kind of getting to know each other a little more um, and you mentioned other entrepreneurs, I keep thinking of uh, Gina Jackwart, uh, mm -hmm. who's been on the podcast before. I feel like I need to like connect you guys because you guys are very not only similar in what you're doing with sewing and stuff, but just your personalities are are very kind of at least similar from getting to know her a little bit better through the podcast, um, which is just interesting because you guys are definitely uh, cut from the same cloth to make a pun yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but uh, well, then we have to wrap things up with the question that I ask everybody. So I'll start with Mandy since she's older. I'll let her go first again. <laughs> Mandy, how do you like your pasty? Oh, I love pasties. Um, most of the time with ketchup, but occasionally with gravy too. Okay, fair uh, enough. How about you, Michelle? Ketchup, I just love yellow mustard on mine. I am Whoa. like an other category. <laughs> you are. You definitely are. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well both of you, I, I thank you for being patient through the, the technical stuff with this, but I also appreciate you taking the time to sit down and talk with me. Um, you guys have a really great, unique story that definitely speaks to the UP, so I'm glad to get a chance to share it. So thank you both. Thank you as yeah, well. Thanks for having us. And that's going to wrap things up for this week's episode. Another huge thank you to Mandy and Michelle for taking the time to sit down with me. And uh, please make sure you do go and uh, check out and find their clothing. Check out their website. Uh, like I said, they, they do really have some great stuff. And it's always great to support local. A uh, little housekeeping per usual. Um, I want to hear your comments and your feedback on everything. So don't be afraid to, to drop me a line. You can email me at chattedup pod at gmail.com or you can find me on facebook twitter instagram youtube just type in the chat at a podcast and you should be able to find me so don't be afraid to drop me a line also please wherever you are listening in if you could subscribe rate and leave me a review i would really really appreciate it uh, but other than that that should wrap everything up so as always i'm your host shooter reminding you to keep your chin up and your eyes forward